0: Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince.
1: Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to the Horticulture Week podcast. Today I'm with interior designer and plant stylist Ian Drummond and I'm four Week editor Matthew Appleby. Now Ian's been at the forefront of the indoor plant revival in recent years. Um, He was one of the owners who saw the indoor garden design to nurture landscapes in 2021 and he set up his own business, Ian Drummond Botanical Design. Um, Now Ian, welcome, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you doing Matt? Yeah, good to speak to you. Good to speak to you again. Now um, I often bump into you at... um, gardening events and uh, you're known for uh, putting on um, the plants at events for instance elton john's party so what's elton john really like um
0: well <laughs> charming actually it's his passion is his garden so the many of the events we've worked on over the years have been in his garden in windsor and um he's been charming and interested talks to the team and actually just 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 lovely having because it's, it's quite privileged to work in someone's garden and do crazy things with their garden um, and he's always been very understanding of what we're doing to it um, and just in, intrigued because we're I mean we're doing weird things to his garden often it's like creating a 1956 Cadillac car made out of plants and moss um, on the middle of his lawn um, we've created bottles that are four meters tall it's we've literally changed the color uh, theming of of some of the main borders in his garden so we've done we've done lots of things that you he could be stressed about but um he's always been very happy and um been very charming with us so yeah i love him brilliant
1: now other high profile events you've done is you did chelsea last year when they had the first houseplant studios and yours made a massive splash could, but how could you describe your houseplant studio at chelsea last year to us
0: Yeah, well, so, right, so last year was my 10th year of being at Chelsea and trying to bring houseplants into Chelsea over those 10 years. Um, So having the houseplant studios there was, for me, was just a real celebration because it was like, they've made it. They've got their own area. We don't need to weave them in anywhere. I don't need to put them in educational discovery, work with other designers just to get houseplants at Chelsea. So. I was I was over the moon and it was obviously there was a delay in being there because of COVID. So we're a year and a half late. Um so it was a huge celebration really. Um the it was a conceptual design, um, which was a green room um for for the house plants, um, which was a play on the work I've done over the years really with always sort of creating green rooms backstage of BAFTA, Fashion Week, that type of thing for the celebrities and putting amazing planting to keep keep the celebrities happy. Um, so this green room was turned on its head, really. It was literally for a room that was dedicated for the plants, um, to a room to celebrate the plants. And I went crazy with it. So we basically, there's been in the recent years, but quite a revival on macrame. So the whole building was had the illusion of it being suspended from a beautiful tree, so the whole the actual building looked like it was hanging on this neon pink macrame um, hanger. Um, it was filled with disco balls. It was a hanging chair inside, all in this vivid, vivid sort of neon pink, um, and just crammed with plants that I've worked with on events over the years. So, some really, really fun plants. Um, quite c- kind of. By catching pieces, so things like Vander Kids, Orchids, medanillas, real showy, showy, show plants. And we went for it. We had music. We had disco music playing. And we, for the, on the Monday, on the press launch, we had um, Drag Queen, sort of Crystal from Drag Race, um, DJing for us. And, and yeah, so all of my favourite things, basically, I, uh, <laughs> I brought to Chelsea. So um, I had a lot of fun.
1: Now, I was certainly one of the sites of the show. Uh, now the RHS has recently brought out some research saying more rounded, lush green house plants make people happy. Things like Swiss cheese plants and weeping fig, and they're they're doing that research with University of Reading. So they're working in that type of area. But what do you think the RHS can do more to promote house plants at its shows or more generally? Well, I think
0: just just watching. Sadly, I was away this year, so I didn't make it to Chelsea. But last year, just how busy and popular the houseplant area was, was was quite incredible um, the whole week. If you kind of imagine what Main Avenue looks like, with with the crowds always there for the show gardens, it was was a similar sort of crowd constantly for the, the houseplant studios. And I think that was really, really telling how popular they are. So I think let's introduce them to all the shows. Let's make sure that... Every show has a allocation to exhibit and bring house plants to everyone because many people don't have outside space, and their gardening is their house plants. That's how I got into gardening or horticulture at an incredibly young age. was was basically in a council flat in London and surrounded by concrete, and my my access to nature was the house plants. So it's I think it's a, a need, a bigger need than ever for um, people to have house plants. So. I think, yeah, let's, uh, RHS, get them everywhere. Let Every show, let's have houseplants, I think. I think um, the interest demand is there.
1: Oh, great idea. Uh, another uh, event to p- p- promote houseplants is coming up on the 27th of June to 1st of July, and that's Plants at Work Week. So what are you doing around that? Yes, very
0: excited to be working on it again. Um, so I'm going to be doing an installation for them, um, something that's an eye-catching kind of talkative set up really so just to get out to the press and the media and um, we're working with a company called nook pods um that are really popular at the moment in offices um, and that whole way of working creating sort of private spaces within open plan offices has become really popular since um covid i think for a number of reasons i think partly because of people are scared of covid so some people want to have a bit of protection around them um, and I think also people are aware that we all work differently. And some people are very happy to chat on the phone in front of a, a room full of people. Others are a bit more conscious and we all work quite differently. So having these semi-private areas within an open plan floor just makes people more comfortable. So I think it's great for people's mental health to work in these different ways. So, so yes, yeah, so the whole promotion for the week is really it's pretty much the same as we always do. It's just creating that awareness that house plants are great for you. Um, and they they help you work. They they make you happy. Um, they make you more productive. They make you more creative to, if you're surrounded by them. So we're just encouraging people all the more as people go back to the office, whether it's part-time or full-time to consider having planting in, 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 in lots of flexible ways to hopefully encourage people back to the office.
1: Have you seen a, an upsurge in plants in offices? So there's every reason to do so, but is it actually happening?
0: It is indeed. Um, obviously, I'm not as involved as, as I was sort of a year ago, um, but a lot of the consultancy work I've done has been coming up with solutions to, to change the look of an open plan office um, to make it more more pleasing, to make it more practical as well so things so like screening rather than having big screens in an office um create the screening from plants you don't always have to have these heavy pieces of furniture it's like plants can create the same effect so um and it's actually quite an economical way of of transforming an office to, to sort of very different in a quick and much cheaper way, so and and obviously you get a lot of benefits along along with it.
1: No, indeed. now I was asked to uh, judge the indoor plant of the year the other day, and I actually chose a flowering house plant, an African violet, um, slightly on the basis that foliage plants have been so big now for a couple of years that maybe I'm thinking they've got to kind of peak at some point. Do you think there's anything in that? You know, will foliage house plants peak and uh, and you know stop stop growing um, and will is there, might, might there be a trend coming back for flowering house plants that's been out of fashion for so long i think there's
0: certainly a trend for flowering plants again which is great i'm so happy you've picked the african violet the Af- african violet i had at chelsea last year which was my vip plant it was my mum, my late mother's um favorite plant so um very happy you've picked that um I, i'm just kind of fighting for for their revival um i, I love them and uh, just lots of memories associated with them but yes flowering plants are coming back um and i've noticed they're more of an alternative to cut flowers so if either for just for gifting so rather than sending someone a bouquet of flowers people are sending just a sort of a beautiful flowering plant then obviously it's going to re- it can reflower and 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 lives on so much nicer than having a a week of just flowers Um, and on the commercial side it's um, a huge turnaround um, cut flowers in reception areas and entertainment areas within an office or any sorts of uh, buildings really changing them from cut flowers to to plant displays and that could be a very sort of a mixture of plants um, within those areas so there's definitely flowering plants are coming back i don't think they're a competition to to green plants I think it's just a, an add-on to be honest. Um, each year we seem to gain new interest in new plants, new houseplants, um, but the others don't seem to go out of fashion. So all that seems to be happening is the the variety and the choices are, are getting bigger and bigger. And then people want to have bigger sort of collections of plants at home. So I don't think we're going to find that we're losing interest on, on green plants because of flowering plants. I think we're Gain in flowering plants, and maybe people are going to buy less cut flowers.
1: No, no, I mean, I, I just saw that Garden Centre Association figures for house plant sales had kind of, you know, reached a sort of a bit of a plateau, but I think that might be more to do with sales this year haven't been any bigger than last year because last year was so great well, um, but what can these garden centers and other retailers do um, to promote more sales house plants what trends should they be getting into well
0: i think a big thing i always bang on about is quick plug of my book uh, <laughs> a home with plants which has just been reissued um, recently but the, whole, the reason that book came out was constantly being asked questions by friends and anyone i bumped into on what plants should I put in my bathroom? What plants should I put in my kitchen? What should I put in the bedroom? People really want to have that knowledge of where they should put plants and what plants are going in, in which location within their home. So I think that kind of guidance in garden centres would be amazing to have kind of like a, a, a setup of a bathroom and show you what you can how you can display plants in your bathroom and what plants would do well and within a bedroom what plants would be more suitable and that that type of thing so i think that's still the questions that people ask me all the time and what, what plants should they put in the different rooms so i would love to see garden centers having sort of little small mini room setups i think it would be great
1: that's a good idea so you don't think people's houses are full of house plants yet and when they're going back to work now they they, they have they still got time to look after them
0: <laughs> lots of friends have got an awful lot of plants in their homes now but it's um it's just it's part of the home and lots of them are in central london so they don't have outside space so why not bring green into your home yes it's a bit of bit of care but lots of things in life you have to invest a bit of time to care for them so i think that's a that's a good thing anyway so um it's yeah you have to make the
1: time <laughs> now one thing i'm always banging on about is peat free house plants which i always think is a bit of an elephant in the room because you know lots of millennial type people well, to be peat free but they love house plants but you can't get many house plants that are peat are peat free so where do you think that's heading are there becoming more peat free house plants about at the moment do you think
0: it's still very small um and yeah it it really frustrates me with my work i kind of involved with the plants for plants at work which is only a small organization but i've been campaigning growers in holland and trying to work on it but i think it's come to that stage that maybe all trade organizations need to sit down together and actually make it happen because it's it's it's, it's it, it can happen whereas i've got to be encouraged have got to be forced to, to, to do it um and not just with the peat, it's with packaging as well with plastic parts and you still find plants that come in plastic sleeves and it's not acceptable it's got to stop as a industry we need to all sit down together and and lobby to make it happen because it's it's not happening in the kind of the gentle persuasion way
1: now that's a great idea. It might have to happen sooner rather than later if government brings in some sort of legislation but what about british grown? um a lot of house plants come over from from the netherlands are you seeing more British grown ones available?
0: very small scale it's i mean compared to the Netherlands it's, i mean it just doesn't doesn't compete i mean um in Holland they've obviously had it <laughs> sus for a long long time um and the government there have given Grow as many incentives to to grow and give them reductions on energy costs and that type of thing for for decades. So if we're going to try and get it to happen here, it's going to need a similar type of thing. We're going to need that support from government. Do
1: you see opportunities though in certain sectors? I I think people would love.
0: Would absolutely love it if if we had UK grown house plants. I mean, people love having bedding plants from, from grown in the UK. So it's exactly the same principles. People would would certainly opt for buying house plants, but it's it, it's going to take a bit of time and, and investment, um, which I think is going to need to be supported.
1: Ah, cool. I'm sure that might happen in the future. The government is making noises around uh, being more um, self sufficient with production in various areas. Um, what about, what about you yourself, anyway? What, what other projects have you got coming up? What, what other exciting things are you planning to do in the near future?
0: Um, I've just worked at um, the Royal Windsor Flower Show, which was really lovely. Um, I went a couple of years ago and they invited me back to kind of do the main um, entrance and um, sort of displays there. So um, it's kind of a bit of a, a garden fate theme to it. So I just really enjoyed doing that. Um, so you've got National Plants of Work Week coming up. Um, but the big work I'm doing is, 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 is mainly consultancy, um, design consultancy. Um, and you mentioned Nurture at the beginning. So Nurture um, took over Indogar Design coming up a year ago. And um, I'm actually starting to work alongside them again um, to kind of do the creative design consultancy with with clients, designers, architects, that sort of thing. So really looking forward to that, actually, because... Um, I've kind of been out of the loop a little bit on that side of things and i love it it's kind of it's who i am and so um i've got the opportunity to do that again so really happy with that
1: what sort of designs are people going to be looking for do you think what, in, what, what, what do people want now
0: it's it's changed a lot from just having plants in pots and you just choose a position for them it's now it's it's they're the major parts of a of, of an office floor so they're architects designers consider the planting at a very early stage when they're designing a floor they're considering where built-in planters would be within a floor um they're considering whether there's opportunity for green walls if for hanging plants so and these are sort of four or five years ahead of moving into a, a, a building um so it's whilst the building's being built um they're considering the planting which is amazing because it's um my old boss, Ed Wolfe, used to always say, um, interior planting always comes just after the loo rails have been ordered because it's always incredibly late, last minute thing, let's get the plants into to a building. And thankfully, we've moved away from that. And it's, people recognise the importance of them. Designers want them included within their design. So considering them at an early stage, so I can advise them on the type of plants that would work and with their ideas and help develop their ideas. Um, so it's great to just be early on board with these types of things and forward thinking.
1: Brilliant. Now, uh, we've covered a lot of ground, and I think that's a great way to wrap it up. But before we finish the whole week podcast, we always ask our guests one simple question. If you were stuck on a deserted island and you had to take a plant, one plant you couldn't live without, what would it be? Oh,
0: Well, you've just mentioned one plant, which was the African violet. So that was my mum's favourite. But my favourite um, would be the vanda Orchid. Orchid. Um, any of my, well, a huge amount of my kind of event work, I've always included vanda orchids. They, they're just really special. they always people always want to talk about them. Um, people are amazed to see the, the root structure um, exposed, the vibrancy of the flowers, um, and I've used them in so many different ways. So, lots and lots of happy memories attached to them. So, um, yeah, vanda orchids have done me well. So, um, I'm, I'm taking a Vander with me.
1: I think that'd be the perfect plant for a desert island so once again thank you to ian drummond i'm Hawk week editor matthew appleby make sure you never miss a horticulture week podcast subscribe to or follow all week podcasts via apple podcasts spotify or google podcasts or your preferred podcast platform so i'm matthew appleby thank you to ian drummond and goodbye for now